0: Golf shouldn't be taken so seriously. What'd you shoot today? Oh, I don't keep score, Judge. The score doesn't always matter. Oh, well, how do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's the breakfast ball of radio shows. Na, 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 na. Your shot of golf talk. This is Gimme Par with Vogler. That's right. Welcome to another edition of Gimme Par. With yours truly, Robbie Vogler, Big Red, however you want to say it, we are back and we are about to preview and review what a weekend it was in golf. And let me tell you, so much things going on. We had the KPMG Ladies Women's PGA Championship where Nelly Korda, one of the best players in the world, now officially world number one. Now, let me tell you, this is an exciting thing because I think this is a long time coming. Nellie Court is one of the top golfers. I watched her a lot during her U.S. Open championship, her her opening rounds, because they had her as a feature group on Peacock. She is a special player who has been working her way over the last five years to getting inside that top 25 and then, of course, getting in that number one ranking in the world. And, and Nelly Corda, an impressive finish, one by three strokes over Lizette Salas. And nine strokes over Hoy or Hayo Ju Kim. Now, this was a, a race where it really was a one-person. The entire time. She went out with a 70 that first round. Then that second round, 63, was really when she kind of started opening up toward the field. She stayed consistent on Saturday and Sunday and was able to take the crown. And let me tell you, Nellie Cordo is or Corda is a special, special player. I'm excited to watch her as things move on. There's the Volunteers of America Classic. I'm sure she's not going to be in that Classic, but a big, big field going on there. But just an awesome way to talk about putting the women's game on the front. And that's why we're talking about this first. I mean, yeah, there was an exciting finish, I guess, in the Travelers Championship, and next week is the Rocket Mortgage. But let's be honest, an eight-hole playoff are you kidding me? You might as well have just said, hey, go play 18 and we'll figure it out when you get done. <clears throat> when you get done. But no, we had an exciting finish. She wasn't a wire-to-wire champion, but man... After that 63 round in round number two, it was pretty much full sail. She just had to stay consistent, and that's exactly what she did. Nelly Corda is your KPMG Women's PGA Champion. She is now the new number one in the world, and I don't think she is going to be relinquishing that title anytime soon. I know so many opportunities. We we see it with the men a lot. How people go back and forth about the world rankings and how long have people been in the world rankings and all that stuff. Nelly has been working to get into this number one spot for the last five years. I think she started like in the, the two, 300s back in 2016 and has been working, constantly grinding her way up to that top five. And then really that last couple of years or so, getting herself in prime position to take over that number one spot. And dang, did she do a great job this week winning the the major, her first ever major championship. And let me tell you, Nellie Corda is a, she's a younger, a younger athlete. She's going to be around for a long time. She's only 22 years old and she is already the number one golfer in the world. She, since she joined the pro tour back in 2016, 2017, she was the, winner and she was the rookie of the year back in 2017 let me tell you guys she is a rising star in the LPGA and I don't think we can talk about it enough because I'm really excited to see how how fast and how much her game improves just over the coming years I mean just four years ago she was a rookie on tour but now she has become one of the contenders. She's worked her way up through the ranks and now she is the number one golfer in the world. And I'm excited to see that. I'm sure she's going to be representing the, uh, the United States at the Olympics. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. I know Lexi Thompson is she replaced her. She announced something about that. So I'm excited to see that as well. That's going to be, we're not only paying attention to the men's side of the Olympic field. We are also going to be paying attention to the women's side of things because If anything, I'm more excited to see the women because I do believe the women overall have a much broader field when it comes to international competition. There's a lot more international ladies that are competing on the LPGA tour than the European tours and and the Japanese tours and all that stuff because they give them the best opportunity to make their money worth it. And that's exactly what they're doing. So congratulations to Nellie Corda. She is the reigning, now defending uh, KPMG Women's PGA Championship. A well-deserved victory. And man, just awesome, awesome, awesome to see her. Her second victory of the year. And you know what? It's just great to see how she's doing. And she's going to be around for a long time. So let's talk about the Travelers Championship. Harris English wins it In an eight-hole playoff, yes, an eight-hole playoff. He, it was a thrilling finish. We had some top names at the leaderboard, and I'm not going to be. I'm not going that. I can't even talk right now. I'm going to be honest with you. After that first day, I was like, "Who the heck are these people?" But then, as the days kind of went by, low scores started happening on Friday. Low scores started happening on Saturday. We had a packed leaderboard in that final grouping and and really in the final little bit. I mean, you look at the names of these of these golfers that are up there, toward the top of this leaderboard when it's all said and done, you had Mark Leishman, Abe Answer, Kevin Kisner. I mean Brooks Kepko was in the mix there for a bit. Shot a last a final round sixty-five. Incredible. <clears throat> but at the end of the day it was between Kramer Hickok and Harris English, both needing very good amount of points. I mean if if we would have seen Hickok win this. He would have jumped considerably into that top 25, top 30 in the FedEx Cup. He's at 69th right now. Harris English with a victory is at number two in both the Wyndham Rewards and the FedEx Cup Championships. So really interested to see how things are going to go as the progressing season continues. Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's only six or seven more events before the FedEx Cup playoffs even begin. So I think it's going to be interesting. You're going to see a lot of grinding from these athletes. You're going to see a lot of athletes trying to make their move into that top 120, then that top 90, 60, and so on and so forth, because they're going to want to get into these tournaments now, and there's a big tournament next week in the Rock and Mortgage, where we're going to preview that here in just a little bit. But, I mean, you look at some of these athletes, and I think one of the biggest names that pops out at me, that he doesn't get enough credit during these tournaments. And he's around, but Brooks Kepka doesn't get, I don't think, enough credit when it comes to these kind of po-dunk non-major tournaments. And we're going to pay attention to that for, for a little bit because... I think Brooks gets this kind of, you know, he's very to himself. He's very nonchalant, whatever the case is, but he does care. He does care about the golf. Obviously, he's very good at the game of golf, and this is something that he has been trying to to work through and get through for a long time. and Now, let's be honest. so He doesn't have the best track record in non-majors, or he does, and people just don't pay attention to him that much. Except in non majors. But let's be honest, majors are the only ones that really count. I think I saw something the other day that said if you were to have, you know, all these majors and all these wins and all that stuff, which one would you take? And I think everyone's like, Oh, you know, I take the wins because it'll get you the majors and all that stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I think so many people would trade every win that they have for a couple of majors. And I think I, I saw it was like, you know, the, the exchange rate technically is like five wins or ten wins to one major. Five wins to one major, I think that's what it is. The exchange rate that athletes and that golfers would give back. Which I, I believe it. I mean, you got to think five wins. Yeah, you're getting that $5 million purse for winning those majors or for winning those tournaments. But the prestige and the exemptions and the perks and all that for becoming a major champion, has to come into into play when it comes to these things. Brooks Kepka is ranked twelfth right now in the FedEx Cup. You can say what you want about the FedEx Cup, it mattering and not mattering. I don't think it really. I don't think people care too much about the FedEx Cup, except the guys that trying that are trying to get their card for the next year. So you're going to see a lot of these guys kind of on the bubble, and a lot of the guys that are in that you know. 150 to 130 range or 150 to 120 range are going to really have to pay attention to their card because if they don't get into the top 130 or 120, whatever the case is, they don't get their card renewed for next year. And that's a big deal for a lot of these golfers. And of course, it's going to be a big deal for a lot of golfers because they need to get in that to make it happen. Cantley was a tie for 13th at minus eight. I mean, you had a lot of guys that were kind of hanging around there all weekend long. Bryson was up there. Struggled a little bit in that last round considering the scoring average was probably in the in the mid to upper sixties. He shot seventy. So you don't want to see that, especially coming off the US open. That was probably pretty disappointing for him. And let's be honest, I mean, this is a tournament, and it's also when you think about this, a lot of these golfers that were at the US Open last year. I mean, the US Open was in Tory Pines. This event is in Cromwell, Connecticut. And I don't I don't get it. I don't get how they get all these big name golfers the week after a major. I know it's always like that, but it's always impressed me that the Travelers Championship can get so many incredible golfers to fly halfway or all the way across the country to Connecticut from California to compete in their championship. Of course, They obviously treat them well. They do the best thing they can toward them. But I would love to know, and I would love to get some golfers on this podcast to tell us, man, what do these travelers do that make you want to go from here to there one week after a major when, yeah, you're looking for a payday. I get that. But a lot of these big names don't need the payday, especially right after a big major with another major coming up in a little bit. I mean, the, the the open championship is right around the corner. Can you believe that? Can you believe that the open championship is right around the corner? I sure can't. It's in July. I think it's like two, three weeks away. It's going to be incredible to see how that works. And let me tell you, I'm excited to see what happens in the coming weeks. But eight playoff holes determine the winner. And Harris English, the second time he has won this year, I think he's only one of like two or three got No, like four or five guys that have won twice this year and it was a stacked field. You can't get, you can't put anything away from his performance because the field was pretty stacked. Yeah. You didn't have the world number one. You didn't have Dustin Johnson, all these numbers. And I, I, maybe Justin Johnson wasn't there for a bit. I don't know, but you had a pretty stacked field. You really did. And you know, Justin Rose was there. Paul Casey, Ian Paul. I mean, guys, the names were incredible on this list. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're getting a lot of people that kind of weren't in that, you know, realm of, okay, top guys, but there were still some very, very top guys in this field. So I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see how it works out as things progress. And we're just going to have to see how, how things happen as well. Big weekend next weekend as we preview the Rocket Mortgage Championship. Obviously, Bryson is the defending champion. This was the championship that he won right out of the COVID kind of vaccine, the the COVID-19 pandemic. This was one of the first events that he came out and won with his new style. A lot of people were surprised that he kind of came out and debuted his style here. But you know what? He overpowered the field. He was able to do what he could And he won by three shots over Matthew Wolf, and he's he's back. He is back and ready to defend the title, and he's got a great chance to do it. I can't imagine Bryson not doing his best to defend this title, especially at the Detroit Country Club where he has played so well for so long. Also in the field with him, the defending PGA Championship winner, Phil Mickelson, he's going to be making his tour debut. This is all via PGA Tour. Just excited to talk about that. Now, let me tell you guys, it is going to be so much fun to see this loaded field. This is going to be a must-watch tournament this weekend. I can't wait to watch. I cannot wait to watch it. Also, it's going to be Phil's first start in Michigan since 2008. He He hasn't had a start in Michigan for 13 years. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Anyway, then you got uh some players in the FedEx top 30, D Jason Kokrak, who are also both two-time winners on tour this year. You got Masters Champion, Matsuyama's going to be playing in a third year in a row there. You got Jason Day, who had the lead after 36 at the Travelers. So he's on some he's he's on some kind of start. He had a top 10 finish there very, very well. And It's going to be very, very curious to see how this works going forward. Matthew Wolf's going to be there today, uh, this weekend. And you know what? I'm just excited. I'm, I'm really, really excited to see how these are going to react. Another guy that's going to be in the field, Ricky Fowler, who's kind of had an off year off couple of years And it's weird because you look at a guy like Ricky Fowler and obviously him and his wife just announced that they're having a a baby uh, a little bit later this year. So congratulations to them. But something that like, it just kills me because I'm a huge fan of Ricky. Something that kills me for him is that he tries so hard and he's so easy to like as a golfer. He wins tournaments. I think he's won five or six tournaments, And he gets so much flack because he never, ever can win the big one. He hasn't won a major. He seems to always be kind of in the mix, maybe a backdoor top 10, whatever the case is. But let me tell you, I just hope he gets back to his his winning ways in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, if he can win, maybe he can get an invite to the Open Championship. I don't know. I want to see him back in majors. I do. I really do. I miss him, and I know he gets a lot of flack for not winning or he's a choker when it comes to big events and all that stuff, but there's one thing that you can't argue about. He has grown the game of golf so much since he started on tour. I mean, I understand he was a little bit unconventional when he first started on tour, but let's be honest. Ricky probably has grown the game of golf more than a lot of other athletes out there, whether it be from a public uh a public display, just the way he reacts and he treats the fans. He is an all around great guy. And I really hope he gets back to his winning ways. I hope he's able to overcome whatever he's going through. I know his priorities have kind of shifted a little bit, working on his family life a little bit as well. And that's all great, but I just hope he gets back into the winning ways it was a bummer not to see him at the Masters. It was a bummer not to see him at the U.S. Open. So many things that you don't you hate to not see him at these major championships because he's a guy that's always around, always able to squeak out a top ten or a top two or a top you know five, top two. I mean, he's tied for some seconds in in majors before. But I hope he he's able to do it. Will Zalatoris is going to be in there. And if he gets his first victory, he would get full PGA Tour status. I think a lot of people don't realize this as well. Will Zalatoris isn't a PGA Tour member. He's on this week, on this year. He got the Masters invite and all that stuff because he got like a like a special honorary exemption just for this year. He's just been playing out of his mind, and of course, he came on the on the scene when it comes to all that stuff uh, for the Masters. He kind of excelled at the Masters, got him a big payday, and that's really been put, putting him in the eyes and in the ears of a lot of people out there. I, have, I didn't know who he was before the Masters, but it's been awesome to follow him since then. I'll be completely honest. It's great to see he's back in the mix and he's going to be competing at the Rocket Mortgage. If I had to put some money down on this, if I did which I'm not going to because I can't bet on golf. I can't. I just, it's hard to bet on golf because because it's so hard to pick a winner when there are so many contenders out there. That's all I'm saying. So as we wrap things up, Thank you all so much for for listening. I just watched Caddyshack today, and let me tell you, it still holds up. It's such a great, great movie. If I had to put some money on this, I would say Bryson's going to repeat. He's been playing pretty good golf, except that last round of the last tournament this past weekend and the U.S. Open kind of fell apart there in the back nine. But if he's going to come back and get ready for the British Open, get ready for the Open Championship, this is where he's going to do it. He's going to have a huge, huge chip on his shoulder A lot of people don't think he's going to be able to defend. He's going to be there until the very end. And I think Bryson is going to reclaim his Rocket Mortgage Championship. And I'd put some money down on Bryson, at least to get a top 10. No doubt in my mind, Bryson is going to be a top 10 contender. And that's all I got for you. Guys, thanks so much for another edition of Gimme Par. Have a great, great week. We'll talk to you. We'll break down everything from the rocket mortgage championship and so much more next week on the podcast share it like it and we'll talk to you soon later